0: Imagine this scene, one going up into a mountain to sit in order to be seen and heard. And when this one sat down and when he opened his mouth, his purpose was to teach. And you know, it is possible that many had heard him before. And then, his first words. The word blessed. Oh, that's a nice word. But then he continued, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 5 verse 3. Let us spend time today with those precious words from the Christ. First, a thank you to R.J. Webb and greetings to everyone. Thank you for joining me today on this study As we talk about this one that sat on the mountain, Jesus Christ. And yes, I'm speaking of the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5 through chapter 7. But in this section of Matthew 5, it's a section we call the Beatitudes. Or as I like to term it, attitudes to become. If that were you and I at the base of that mount, what part would we have heard? Would we have heard the word blessed? You know, that's a nice thought and a good word. It's a word that means extremely happy, not based on circumstances, but personal control. Things that God would add to build and to help us to get through daily, to let us know that we can live a blessed life. Would we have heard the phrase poor in spirit? I, I, I mean, did he say poor? Well, how can a poor person be blessed? What about the phrase, theirs is the kingdom of heaven? Ah, that's much better. You know, when you think about the beginning of the Beatitudes, my, what a way to begin. And let us look today and consider how can theirs, if you will, the poor in spirit, how can theirs be the kingdom of heaven? when theirs, if you will, are poor in spirit. Does that sound strange? Well, not really. Jesus is not speaking of physically rich, but spiritually rich. One who is poor in spirit will begin their lives right there. It's it's an interesting study. For example, we know that to have things physically does not determine our salvation. For in Matthew sixteen twenty six Jesus said, What is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Today, what is meant by poor in spirit, or as we love to title this lesson, Becoming Rich from Living Poor? Let's talk about this and We'll be back in just a moment. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com.
1: That's internationalgospelhour.com. Please check it out and listen to our other broadcasts. Learn more of our history, download our app, request our free newsletter and free Bible study. Also, check out our free resources available from our fellow laborers in the gospel. Yes, friends, All for you through our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Let's continue today's study.
0: Let's discuss the expression, poor in spirit. First, friends, it's not poor of spirit, but poor in spirit. You see, on the surface and clear to the core, man sees himself as a deprived soul, destitute of spiritual life, The word beggar here comes to mind. He is in dire need spiritually. And the one who is poor in spirit realizes he or she needs God's help to make it. It's where we are at that point in our life that we are not saved. We have no hope. We are poor in spirit. And you think about it, dear friends, without God, one is insufficient. Therefore, humility is of necessity. To humble ourselves to say, I can't save myself, I can't go any further, I need the Lord. And a person with that attitude will begin to pursue through God and indeed, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. It's all before them. And you know, the self is one who is empty and they realize I need to be filled with the Lord, His will and His way. My way doesn't work any longer. And you know, do we not learn that from other texts, such as Acts seventeen twenty-eight, when Paul said, For in him we live and move and have our being? Even Isaiah the prophet said in Isaiah 64, 8, But now, O Lord, thou art our father, we are the clay, and thou art our potter, and we are all the work of thy hand. You know, we sing a hymn with that, Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way, thou art the potter, I am the clay. And dear friends, I have come across so many individuals who will want to list their problems of life. And we all find ourselves with challenges. But when you come down to it and say you need to realize that when you need the Lord and you'll come to Him and stop trying to figure it out your way... Sometimes they just want to stop and not continue that conversation any further, but my friends, this is the teaching of Christ. This is the foundation of all the Beatitudes from Matthew 5, 3 through 12, to be poor in spirit. This is where one's total dependence must be on God in order to make it every day. That's where it begins, friends. And when one comes to the point in life that one says, I am empty, and I need God, that's when things begin to change. Now, we've looked at the expression, but have you ever thought about some examples in the Bible of those poor in spirit? Those who met a point in their lives that when they depended upon God, it made the difference. Here are but just a few. Moses, from Exodus 3 and verse 11, asked the question, Who am I when he was told to deliver Israel? You see, he realized his limitations, but God would provide. In Isaiah 6 and verse 5, Isaiah stated he was a man of unclean lips in the midst of people with unclean lips. But yet God used him to carry forth his message. You see, Isaiah was at a point where he was poor in spirit and needed God to fill. Job even stated in Job 121, The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away And here was a man who had just lost ten children. He was poor and he cried out, but he relied upon the Lord to help him get through. The publican in Luke 18, verse 13, with his prayer, what stood out when he said, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Here is one who walked as a Jew. Even Saul in Acts 9, verse 5, stated, Who art thou, Lord? And along with chapter 9, verse 9 of the book of Acts, He was three days without sight, without food or drink, and he prayed. These are just a few examples that in every case, through God's grace and mercy, we see these servants of God dependent on God as being poor in spirit. Great leaders became such because they noted their dependence on God was necessary to carry through what they needed. Dear friends, are you at a place in life? where you see a beginning? Well, let's start with a great study from God's Word. Here's our J. Webb to tell you about one of our free studies.
1: We are so thankful for you, our listeners, and your desire to know more about Christ. Our free study offer on this program is Victory in Jesus, a wonderful study booklet. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 And leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. Please leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Victory Study, in the message box. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff and our
0: study. And now, let's consider, if you will, the evidence, poor in spirit. We've looked at the expression, examples in Scripture, and now the evidence. What is brought forth to where we see self as poor in spirit? In a quick answer when we realized we needed to be dependent upon God. You know, Jesus took a child in the midst of them and taught about humbling ourselves as little children, Matthew 18, 1 through 3 As the publican did in Luke eighteen nine through 14 when he pled, God be merciful to me a sinner. Even those on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, in verse 37, when they heard the message about Jesus Christ, the Bible says they were pricked in their heart, and they said, Men and brethren, what shall we do they were poor in spirit it hit them in the heart to where they realized they had sinned and when one responds in obedience to God then one will become rich from being poor poor in spirit blessed are the poor in spirit theirs is the kingdom of heaven it's all before them it's all before the one who desires God when that individual says, I believe in God. I believe in God is commanded in Hebrews 11:6, And when that individual moves on their faith to make those changes. When an individual repents of their sins in Luke 13 and verse 3. And even on the day of Pentecost they were told to repent. You were pricked in the heart, now change your heart. When we confess Christ as the Son of God as Jesus commanded in Matthew 10:32 and following, as the eunuch did in Acts 8:37, Peter in Matthew 16. And dear friends, upon that confession of our faith, then we are baptized into Christ for the remission of our sins. Acts 2, verse 38. We'll be added to the church. And when we are added to the church and in Christ, we begin a faithful walk. And the poor in spirit desires the kingdom of heaven. We'll continue our studies another time.